This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. Yo, what's up, people? It's your boy LA, aka the Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios. Uh, well, it's kind of a crazy time that we're living in. A large majority of the world is on complete and utter lockdown. So I thought I'd just sort of ease people's nerves a little bit. You know, a lot of viewers sitting at home, a big audience of ours is listening in in America. So I thought, you know, as part of that Blues series, five will keep it going. So pour yourself a glass of whiskey, sit back and enjoy the cool sounds of Robert Nighthawk. <laughs> was taken off was Robert Nighthawk playing on the famous Maxwell Street in Chicago, which we actually might today going into a little bit of a side venture and discuss that as well. Now, like many people, Robert Nighthawk sort of started being born down in the south and working his way around. But what makes Robert Nighthawk very interesting is that despite having some very famous recordings, he's one of those quintessential bluesmen that basically, you know, threw the guitar on the back and uh, travelled around the south and, you know, around Chicago and, and, and was more known as, a, I guess, a famous busker <laughs> as well as just a recorded musician. So, let's, uh, let's start. So, Robert Nighthawk is considered among one of the most remarkable slide guitarists in blues history, as we just heard then. He was influenced by a generation of bluesmen such as Muddy Waters, BB King, Earl Hooker, and supposedly Elmore James. His archetype of the rambling bluesman, roaming all over the south for frequent trips to the north, though he chose Helena, present-day Helena, West County, as his home base. This rambling nature and his decision to remain in the south luxly explains why Nighthawk never achieved greater fame. He was born Robert Lee McCullum in Helena, which I think is in Arkansas, on November 30th, 1909, to Ned and Matty McCollum. One of three children, he was from a musical family that performed dance parties and picnics. His first instrument was a harmonica, which he recalled picking up around 1924. In 1928, Jesus got married young. 
He married Mary Griffin at Friars Point and they had two children. Later on, he got married a second time in 1947 to Hazel Moman, who he met in 1945. They stayed together until 1953 and had three children. Houston Stockhouse, who claimed to be Nighthawk's cousin, taught him guitar in 1931. The two became lifelong friends and partners, soon began travelling around the Delta, where he met many fellow blues musicians between 1932 and 1935. He were a father of Phil playing the orchestra of the Dan Hilt Show traveling with singer Laura Dukes and fronting a jug band in Memphis, Tennessee. During this period, he met such greats as Sonny Boy Williamson, Big Joe Williams, and Big Bill Bronzy, Memphis Slip, and what we will get to later on in our course of uh, the series, the legendary John Lee Hooker. Uh, well, we'll go into another tune now, just so you can experience a bit of the older uh, Robert Nighthawk. <laughs> So that was Bricks in My Pillow by Robert Nighthawk. Now, around 1935, Robert Nighthawk gets in trouble with the law. It's still not entirely sure what exactly happened, but... um, He said he had to pull a pistol on someone. So basically, to give a bit of a background, uh, a lot of these guys were travelling through basically the rural juke joints, and during the segregation, it was, uh, well, sometimes could get quite feisty over a woman, or as we've seen, people with too much booze get a little bit argy-bargy at the best. So it was uh, not sometimes the easiest way of living, but a living at least. And so they used to travel far and wide. So, you know, eventually you're going to sort of run into trouble. What happened with him is that, unfortunately, it happened in Missouri, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and he uh, basically had to get the heck out of town. Uh, This is where he found his way up north and ended up in Chicago. Along the way, he did cut some records like Friar Point Blues for Blueboard Studio. We fast track now, uh, and he goes into Chicago around 1940 to 41, uh, and he's got his own band, which he met back when he was in Helena. Nighthawk began playing electric guitar and refined the slide technique, drawing much inspiration from Tampa Red. In 1942, he got a spot on KFFA Radio in Helena, so he started going back and forth, back and forth. If we go forward to 1948, this is where we start to see um, more of his famous recordings coming through. He was a close friend of Muddy Waters, and he was did a little bit of recording on Aristocrat, which went on to become the famous Chess Records. A little bit later down the track, he had his own band known as Robert Nighthawk and his Nighthawk Bands. So let's go into another quick jam so we can have a bit of a look. I 
So that was some of his, uh, I guess, sort of slow stuff, but that actually was a major hit of his around sort of the 1950. Uh, look, he goes on to basically, you know, record a little bit here and there, but he basically kind of disappears off the scene for quite a while. He resurfaces again uh, in 1964 in the song that I was playing at the start, which was actually a documentary done um, by sort of a Swedish radio, uh, and it was known as This Is Free, a 1964 documentary. And basically it's him busking on the famous Maxwell Street. Uh, then he kind of drops a couple of recordings because he's been rediscovered with a bit of fame after that. And that's where we start to see a lot of his, like I said, recordings on Maxwell Street and other things like that. Um, two months after his recordings in around 1967, he gets a congestive heart failure and he's laid to rest at Helena Hospital. Um, as his son said, he loved Helena. That's the reason why I buried them buried him there, which is fair enough, <laughs> I guess. And I'll listen to another song of his, and then we're going to go into a bit of Maxwell Street. So as you can see, that was a slower style. For me personally, Robert Nighthawk is defined of when he was playing on actual Maxwell Street with that electric raw guitar and with actually the crowd going really wild. So the origins of Maxwell Street, which is in Chicago, uh, was an impromptu ghetto market established in the late 19th century by newly arrived Jewish residents in Eastern, from Eastern Europe. The Sunday Only Affair was a precursor to the flea market scene in Chicago, uh, and basically we start to see it sort of grow and grow and grow. In need of jobs and quick cash, fledgling entrepreneurs came to Maxwell Street to earn their livelihood. Many say it was the largest open-air market in the country, from clothes to produce to cars, appliances, tools and virtually anything you can think of. Maxwell Street offered discount items to consumers and was an economic hub for poor people, uh, in particular a large amount of um, African Americans and uh, Eastern European migrants. Uh, Actually, it was one of the prime examples of sort of a melting pot getting along. Um, sometimes it wasn't <laughs> entirely legal, the stuff that was being sold. Uh, it was known to have a bit of hijacked or pirated stuff off the rail cars, being flipped for a quick buck. Few questions were asked about the origin of vendors item for sale, particularly if the price was right. Maxwell Street Market also re represented a fundamental change in American retail and economic history. The market was a response to a rejection of standalone retail establishments and their price structures. The microism of commerce recognised the availability influx of Asian and world import markets from Taiwan, Japan, China, Mexico, priced dramatically lower than American goods. Wholesalers lined Roosevelt Road with goods from all over the world. Savvy vendors would buy from them to resell the market at a profit, usually at 100% markup. 
the transition and market did not go unnoticed. Subsequent retailers such as Kmart and Walmart built upon the opportunities and also the business ideas being used on Maxwell. Cash was green regardless of the clientele. And in a time of civil unrest in the um, civil rights era, it was, I guess, the standard of how business should be done, which is for everyone. Of course, there was a little bit of uh, mob interference going on. In particular, everything just seemed to work and run around on a well-oiled machine. Spot holders alleged of mob influence roam the streets and interact with vendors to remain regular vending sites for which unobtrusive cash payments were accepted. If you did pay for your spot, basically you'd be sent off. In 1994, the Maxwell Street was moved to the city of Chicago to accommodate expansion for University of Illinois. It was relocated a few blocks east to Canal Street and then later on to Duplain Avenue in September 2008. It wasn't really the same anymore. Um, so it kind of lost its zeal and, you know, everyone started going to Walmart and came up. But it was famous uh, also for blues music, as seen in the Blues Brothers, when they're cruising through John Lee Hooker's playing in the street. In the 1930s and 1940s, when many black musicians came to Chicago, often from the segregated South, they brought with them the outdoor music. Shopholders didn't mind and they'd throw, happily throw the... Uh, electric plug over to them and that's where we got the locks of um robert nighthawk busking away also you know with the resonating guitar we saw people like big bill bronzy and many other famous musicians come through uh it was popularized also that's where we start to see chicago blues which we'll go into further details later on but maxwell street played a pivotal role in particular one of the regular performance was the self-styled maxwell street guru jimmy davis who played in the area for 40 years so that's a little bit of history but also to robert nighthawk he was the quintessential busker that always laid down a half decent tune and stuff that will live with us for a very very long time like i said the rawness of his music is something which was really captivated but always enjoyed <laughs> Thank you. 